Welcome back to Partner 2020, where we showcase interviews and learnings from those on both sides of the Partnerships channel. I'm your host, Alex Glenn, founder of PartnerPrograms.io. This episode is all about TCMA and attribution. In it, I'm joined by the founder as well as the head of sales at Exemplify.com, the platform allowing teams to scale their through-channel marketing automation strategies. According to Forrester.com, only about half of brands have implemented TCMA, with only 17% fully satisfied that they are getting the most from their systems. So before we begin, let's define TCMA for 50% of you who may be new to the term. Through-channel marketing automation is a system that enables organizations to scale advertising and local marketing messaging through their networks of indirect retailers, dealers, distributors, reseller agents, affiliates, and other partners. Now, attribution is what typically breaks down as your program becomes larger and more content is out there flying around. This is the premise for today's discussion. And a special shout out to the team at callrail.com for creating a product helping teams attribute phone calls. They are our category leader for call tracking and will be working with their fantastic partner team throughout 2020. Without further delay, let's start this discussion on attribution and TCMA. If you have not run into channel conflict and you're just kind of getting your partner program off the ground, what typically happens at scale is uh, one of two things. Someone in your sales department is receiving a commission on top of the referral fee you are having to pay partners for that same deal. So you're essentially paying double, um, which could kill your margins. Or uh, B, uh, the second thing that typically happens is two partners are claiming attribution over the same referral. Some of this can be solved with your CRM, obviously, and PRM. But when you have partners assisting in the promotions of your sales collateral and marketing content, you will need to attribute the right clicks and views, mainly views of that content uh, to the right partner. That requires an additional level of tracking and housing and management of the content. That's what Exemplify in this case does. Uh, but we're going to talk to the founder and the head of sales at Exemplify and figure out exactly why customers are using this platform, what issues that they run into, how they budget for TCMA in this coming year, what uh, is included in that budget, how much does it cost to run a TCMA strategy. And we don't dig into attribution models so much because they're irrelevant, whether it's last click, linear, time decay, whatever, whatever. What's most important is enabling your partners and instilling that trust to share your content regardless of exclusivity, typically geo-exclusivity. And that's where a partner has exclusivity on a full region and you give them content to promote your brand and your business. And anyone converting in that region is always attributed to that partner regardless of tracking. Some teams do that that is not something that is going to work for every team and there are definite downsides. So let's go ahead and hear from the guys and we'll start out with attribution and how TCMA works. Yeah, hi guys, uh, I'm Sudhir Nambiar, co-founder of uh, Exemplify. And I'm uh, Demetrius Garcia, VP of Sales and Marketing with Exemplify. 
And I reached out to them to record this class because you guys are sitting at the crux. You're sitting in the middle of this discussion on attribution and through channel marketing automation, that acronym there, if you're a partner manager and you have not experienced what that is, it's essentially the flow of content from your partners, uh, making sure your partners have assets to share all that it is about your program, about your, um, your software, sorry, that is great and you want to attribute any conversions from those shares from that marketing that your partners are doing on your behalf. It's a very complex situation and it deserves a uh, intuitive solution. So let's talk about this, what the issue is with channel conflict. First and foremost, TCMA, again, I mentioned what it is. So I'm going to turn it back over to the guys here. And I want to talk about attribution from your perspective. You have an educational element to the partner or a marketing element with the partner. Now that one would be a digital campaign where you would send emails and videos and social media posts and those things. Or the second thing would be webinars, uh, in-person events, some lunch and learn, anything like that. These are probably 80-90% of your activities with a partner. So if, if you look at the, the prospect, uh, when they come to your website directly, you have no idea as to how do I attribute it to the, and the partner yet because you don't know about whether the partner launched a campaign or did something for this prospect. The trick that, or the, the situation becomes more tricky when your direct marketing team takes that prospect as an MQL and sends it to your direct sales and they close the deal. Now the partner is not pretty happy because you know, the partner has a personal touch with the customer or the prospect who is converted into customer. That these are situations where now your marketing team is also valid because they got a prospect directly on the website. Your direct sales got the lead from marketing, so they close the deal. The partner is really not very uh, happy and you, there's no way in which you can actually compensate the partner, even if it is a, at, a, at a lower percentage point, right? So those are, these are some of the, some of the situation where, where we have seen that, okay, this becomes a little bit more tricky. Uh, and in today's world, you'd see a lot of uh, partner pro programs having co-branded PDFs created, or you know, you create a PDF, keep putting, I mean, you, you add the, I mean, you will have one or two resources full day committed on just creating a PDF document with partner logos. And and not only that, then you'll also find that within a partner, there are like some 15 sales reps. And every rep wants the document to be created on their own name, because you know it helps them to sell or close. And you, at the end of the day, you would see like there are, people who are sitting out in your office who's actually kind of assisting you know a salesperson of your partner's uh, team and it's it's just there's only so much you can do it and which so these are the bottlenecks that you it starts building as you grow your partner program so either you'd see that you know you would try to avoid growing your partner program or you'll grow the program but you will only have few active partners so e either way the problem is the same this two tier metrics, we did not sort of define what that is, but the two tier metrics that you see all over that infographic, those showed two things. They show channel partner participation data, and then they show downstream end user analytics. So opens, clicks, video views, uh, watch times, all of that data is in the exemplified dashboard. That's why you see the two tier. Uh, and this is one of the biggest things that those partners are talking about when they say, 
you know, it's great that we have this relationship. It's great that we have, um, you know, a, a link that can be tracked, but a lot of the collateral that we push out there, it doesn't get clicked on in the sense that the link, uh, the tracking link doesn't get clicked on. It gets viewed. Uh, the view is the influence, uh, which is what you want your partners to create. You want those 80% of your total partner program uh, that are not actually transacting. And that's typically the 80-20 rule. 80% are not transacting, 20 are. You want that 80% to influence as much as possible. That influence means the creation and the sharing and the promotion of the content that you're handing them. So it's one thing to hand them content and say, go get them. Uh, it's another thing to say, hey, we are uh, tracking your content, everything from opens, clicks, views, uh, impressions. Um, we are tracking that for you inside of this platform. And we're going to make sure attribution happens, whether they click on the end link or not. You get that first view attribution as opposed to that first click attribution, which changes the game with regards to the, um, the activity in your partner program. Um, so that's what the two tier metrics means. Now for those partner managers that are in the situation that I mentioned where they're prepping their program, they're planning for this TCMA, they know that they're going to need to house the content outside of Google Docs, uh, Google Drive, ideally. Um, and then they know that they need to um, track it and they need to influence the share. So that course that you mentioned, we create courses of partner programs that our partners share. So if I'm creating the course as the partner manager and I need to budget in TCMA into 2020, talk to me about how you would structure the budget for TCMA in 2020 at maybe a couple different tiers. Well, you could probably budget. I mean, in fact, I think, I think it's a good point, a good question, right? Uh, in, in in terms of uh, justifying the cost of uh, of exemplify, you could actually justify based on the proof point that you see. Once you have your ten partners, you could see how those ten partners are, are performing. If they're performing well, then you can increase uh, the number of contacts with them so that they can perform more better. And then when you add a new partner, again we we have built it based on a very usage centric model wherein usage, not only the usage part is there, but also who is using it. Yeah, and it's more about, um, you know, uh, you put yourself in the shoes of a partner manager. They've got to make the case for TCMA in 2020, right? They're planning for it. They're prepping for it. The CEO is going to say, just do it in Google Docs and, you know, uh, run run the business, like you said, on, and then, then keep the budget out of it, right? But they need to make the case for it. So let's talk about this. Let's Let's maybe reiterate the question. It's like, if you are the partner manager talking to the CEO, you want to get off Google Docs, Google Drive, and however else, Sheets, whatever you're doing to manage this, this uh, TCMA. You've got 50 partners. Everyone's excited. They're coming after you for more content. You want to focus on creating that content, not recreating it for all the different partners and, and doing the customization work. So you want to grow this program. So talk to me about sort of what type of budget would you say is reasonable for two of the tiers that you see most for new people coming into Exemplify? And that includes Exemplify and other activities. Whereas in marketing automation, you're looking at the size of your contact base. Here, we look at the size of your partner base. So it's going to be a fraction of what you'll find for a traditional business organization marketing automation platform. However, the principles are still going to remain the same. 
right? The cost factors. So what we find is that a monthly budget for the first term, uh, that's going to be a program that has 50 or so partners is going to be somewhere around the, you know, five to 15 K a month. So I'm thinking of things like, okay, well at the 50 partner mark, they have X, Y, and Z in place for their content marketing budget for their partner program. Let's call that, you know, five grand for content, right? They got five grand to create content on a monthly basis to support 50 partners, right? Now, um, then you can do the math and extrapolate that based on your use case, whoever's watching. Now add on the instance of Exemplify, call that, you know, a couple extra grand, whatever it is, who knows? Uh, let me know about that. And then, um, and then just any ancillary stuff that you know are included in these budgets that you work into to help the people that are trying to yeah. write this out. They've never done it before. So yeah. help them understand what you see in so, the balance sheet. Aside from the, the platform itself, what some users also need to budget for is uh, a servicing agency, someone who's going to help with partner recruitment. Right. And then what you're also going to find, too, is uh, is it's is, is an ISV who can help with data with the with the with the integration aspect as it pertains to custom object mapping to either, you know, their, their, their Salesforce or their marketing automation platform. If they want the custom object mapping. Right. Uh, we have integration with Marketo and HubSpot. However, some some uh, clients do take it a bit further. Right. For the deal registration process, and we can facilitate that as well. So that's going to be a different line altogether. And, and there's also the SI could also help in terms of attribution models, in the sense, uh, if your direct sales today uses say last touch attribution or watch touch attribution or any model that is there, you could probably extend the partners also to follow the same attribution model uh, using this platform. So you could you could have the data visibility to your CMO too, for that matter. Not only the 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 channel chiefs or the the CROs. I mean, you could also have the CMO see okay, whatever money they are spending on content, how it can be reused and how it can be reattributed back to back to them, and they can see that. Right? So MQL kind of it's not really MQL. It's a partner qualified lead, but the the marketing can get credit for that too. Got it. And um, I'm just taking some notes. So creating a little bit of a list for everybody um, and, and tell me what I'm missing here. So for the TCMA budget for next year, an agency or a content creator um, or pull that from marketing, but you're going to want to establish uh, a content budget. Um, and then you need obviously a platform to house and track all of this content and push it out. That's a TCMA platform like Exemplify. And then you're going to need or want, maybe not need, but a partner recruiter, someone that's going to support you in your onboarding of these new partners, getting them the content, training them on how to use the content, getting their landing page going, all of the stuff that needs to happen in the onboarding process. And then you mentioned one more around ISVs. What was the, what was the one I'm missing there, Demetrius? I think you mentioned something around for Aria, not necessarily for us, but for what, 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 we, what we find is that some some clients say, hey, you know, uh, I want to push my leads into Salesforce. Can you do a can you map or can you do a custom object mapping with uh, your instance, with our instance and our Salesforce to which we can. But that's a different service. Right. Uh, that's bringing in our our, um, our DevOps muscle in order to you know do an ad hoc project. Uh -huh. 
Got it. Got it. So an integration, um, integration support for, and, and what, uh, talk me through the integration with Salesforce, not what it is and how it works, but like, what do you typically do um, for new clients that have Salesforce, Marketo, et cetera? Um, what do you supply for that integration? What do you, what do you kind of require them to um, come to the table with? So for Marketo, we, you have to create a customer object that, that has to be created within Marketo. So we have a script, we have complete detailed documentation for that. Uh, it's just just follow that thing and you can just create that. HubSpot, it is a one-click integration, just put in your login ID, password, and it works. For Salesforce, we right now have standard objects, which is there, which you can push it as a lead and it can go into Salesforce or you can push it into marketo and from marketo send it back to uh, salesforce that's up to however you want to do it right mm -hmm. now having said that uh, as demetrius mentioned like if, if you have custom fields created for your partner program within salesforce those things we don't have uh, again we wouldn't know that so for that thing you know we have, you need a, a, a isv kind of a partner to come and map the field and you know just just get those things up and running Awesome. Yeah, that's important for everyone to know. So the supported platforms, um, you mentioned Marketo, HubSpot, Salesforce, all pretty easy, cut and dry if you have something. What else um, is native? Pardon. 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 Got it. Got it. And so if you're running, yeah, if you're running uh, something, uh, something else, um, you may need to pull in some dev support, um, help with that integration, um, get that off the ground. But yeah, but that's important. You do want that that CRM integration in place uh, to get that full funnel, uh, two-tier metrics, making sure the sales team is aware of what's happening with content attribution on the TCMA side. Okay, so let me just do a quick recap for everybody. Uh, we talked about what TCMA is. We talked about the main issues relating to uh, scaling a TCMA um, a strategy, and that's mainly around uh, channel conflict, as they call it, where multiple partners are requesting commission on the same deal and or salespeople are requesting to be paid out for um, sales that are made, but uh, those uh, those commissions may be um, owed to the partner as well. And how do you as the partner manager navigate this and try to scale a TCMA campaign at the same time? Difficult, uh, but that's why Exemplify exists. So we talked about Exemplify, what it is. If you have any questions, obviously Demetrius is available and uh, he can answer those for you. Um, now, the bigger picture here is just making sure that you understand when you're putting together a TCMA budget, you've sold yourself on TCMA as an activity, that's done. Now you have to make sure you're realistic about what it takes to grow a TCMA um, uh, campaign effectively. And that requires tracking housing of the content. Um, it's gonna require some support, obviously, from both engineering and CS, or a partner recruiter, to make sure that you are appropriately onboarding all these new partners. When you have all those boxes checked, definitely reach out to Exemplify and get a demo done and make sure that you are in a good place to scale your TCMA in 2020 or 2021, depending on when you're watching this. Um, thanks again to my guests on this class. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this. And um, again, um, go ahead and give us a final CTA for everybody that watched that wants to check you guys out. All right. Thanks a lot. All right.
Well, give us a final CTA. So, thanks for seeing. If you guys have any questions, yeah, do feel free to reach out to me, Garcia at Exemplify, or you can reach out to Sidir, Sidir at Exemplify, and I will definitely return your email. And I hope you guys grow your uh, your sales and numbers via the indirect sales mm -hmm. uh, and using Exemplify as much as uh, we enjoy seeing you guys growing, right? Yeah, yeah, and you may have clicked on some Exemplify content and then just not know it, but uh, it's it's all there and it's all um, it's all we out. Know it. We know it. We know it. So, so thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for the word and uh, the platform, and um, definitely check them out. Schedule a demo, get on, and we'll talk uh, in Slack, and we'll talk. Um, uh, we'll see each other soon, guys. All right. All right. Take care.